When it comes to the second half of your life, you deserve the opportunity to thrive. That's why Doug Bentle founded Second Half Capital. I can speak for all the common, regular investors out there. Something just doesn't feel right. Prices at the pump and in the grocery store, they keep rising. Can't even find some of the favorite items that we're looking for on the grocery store shelves. Wall Street remains pretty hot. You can still get a decent interest rate for a loan. Yet home prices are sky high and you can't find the exact car you're looking for. But many businesses are having to alter their hours and services because they can't keep enough workers on staff. In fact, the great resignation has gained even more momentum as a record 4.4 million Americans quit their jobs in September. And all of this just doesn't make sense and has a lot of us concerned that a market correction or another economic event could deeply impact our bottom line soon. There are reasons for some of those things. So for the next little while, certainly December, I think the market is going to be choppy. And what I mean by that is you're going to see big swings up, you know, over 1% and big swings down over 1%. So I saw an article with Jim Cramer saying that he was really focusing on a lot of technology stocks that he thought were slam dunks through the end of the year because they couldn't be touched by anything politically and COVID wouldn't affect it, nor would supply and demand. I think I may have read that same thing. And I think he was focused on particular sectors. So technology in general. Yes, technology in general is our friend and will be a a smart place to be invested for a long time. But there are companies that are highly, they're smack dab in the middle of the technology sector that, you know, have really gotten a black eye because maybe in addition to being a, a very advanced company technologically, maybe they're also tied to, oh, let's say interest rates. Mm. And so, you know, when the Fed makes their statements about, you know, tapering and, and, oh, we may, you know, cut that off sooner than we thought. Any company, regardless of sector, is probably going to feel the pinch. People that listen to the podcast and see you on television and your current clients, what are they calling and asking about or asking about at year-end reviews right now since everything seems so weird? Well, it's not dissimilar to typically what they ask when we very first meet, and that is, am I going to be okay? Are we going to be able to retire? We've talked before. I have several clients who are one of them at the end of this month, but there's multiple clients who are sort of in that you know, transition stage, and you know, the, the reality is their job number one is you can't suffer a big loss you know, right after you retire. And everybody's worried that that's about to happen because – Wall Street's doing so well. Right. And and the truth of the matter is, in my lifetime, certainly in yours, because you're way younger than me. Um, Not about way, but okay. <laughs> super way younger than me. <laughs> so we're going to have multiple double-digit corrections. We just will. They, I mean, they happen. If you think about it, you know, the dot-com and then 2008. And then last year, and last year was weird because it rebounded so quickly, but you know, count on about once a decade, we're going to get something like that. But I think there's there's forces at work. And to use your term, it, it, things are just weird, you know, relative to the prices of things and, 
where inflation is going. And what what concerns me about inflation is the fact that the Fed backed off of the use of very important adjective, transitory. Mm-hmm. They said, well, now it may it may last longer. I don't think I've had a client yet, though, who was close to retirement and said, eh, I'm going to keep working. Because of the weirdness. Because of the weirdness. Gotcha. And I think that's because we've built good plans that took into consideration that there's going to be ups and downs, and your plan has to be able to withstand that. Now, if somebody wants to continue to, to work, to me, that's great, especially when so many people are, are bailing. Um, and deciding, no, we're, we're going to resign. But I think it's important, you know, even in, in the face of this new variant, um, to not be fearful. Because fear makes us, causes us to make bad decisions. Absolutely. Making a decision based on fear is always the worst idea in any aspect of life. But what about people who have left the workforce, maybe temporarily, just because they don't want to deal with the extra work because everyone else is quitting too? Or maybe they just said, you know what, this is my breaking point. I want to retire. What would you say to those people about their 401ks, their IRAs, their workplace retirement accounts that they had at those jobs all those years? Well, for folks who are leaving a company, I mean, it depends on the circumstances, you know, and and that's really true. But in most cases, it's going to make sense for them to roll a 401k into an IRA. What does it matter? Because 401ks don't have the breadth of investment options um, that are available, the the potential solutions or, or tools, if you will, for someone who is then in retirement. You're basically trusting your former employer to make really good decisions about how they structure the 401k plan, what investment options they provide. And an ex-employer, generally speaking, does not have their ex-employees top of mind. That's also not their number one concern. Maybe they matched. I have no idea. But that's just a benefit to them. Right. So you're better off rolling it into an IRA. And then there's just a multitude of different options, you know, whether it's ETFs or any number of different tools that can be used then to build a plan. Nothing is perfect, but it is as solid as, you know, we can possibly make it so that when you have the choppiness that I talked about in December, that you can withstand that and not freak out. And just know that you've got a plan that is going to work long term. So back to the weirdness that we're all feeling. Let's say that someone is close to retirement, not ready to retire. Maybe they're 60 years old or older, and they have these concerns too. But they've got those workplace retirement accounts that they're not controlling. Can they take more control? And they've decided not to retire? Maybe just not yet. It really depends. Uh, There's a, a feature called uh, an in-service distribution that someone who's 59 and a half uh, can take advantage of. And again, their plan either has this feature or it doesn't, and it can get added to And you don't plan. have to be 59 and a half exactly. You're just saying you have to be past that age? You have to be past that age. Okay. Because uh, I was like, oh, we're going to have to time that very closely. For in-service distributions. <laughs> and during COVID, there have been some things that uh, you know have been allowed that were not allowed pre-COVID. But there are ways to get at that money. Um, And then the other feature that potentially gives you some flexibility is something 
called a self-directed brokerage. And whether or not you have that, that's something that we typically are exploring with clients if they're still working with their existing plans. I sit down with people a lot of times who, you know, they have a current 401k and then they'll have three, four, five hundred thousand dollars in an old 401k. And the reason they've left it is pure and simple. They weren't sure what else to do mm-hmm. or, or inertia. <laughs> you know, it's always been there and it's done pretty well. And the reality is, yeah, over the last, you know, decade. My plus, kitty cat at home could have done well <laughs> with a 401k that she just signed up for. But I, from what I understand, years. that animal is exceptional. She is exceptional. Thank you for pointing that out. You've seen the videos and the photos. She is precious. Yeah. But seriously, anyone could have done well in the last 10 years, mostly speaking. But when you're, let's say, 49 and you've got 10 or more years before retirement, watching the market go down is not comfortable. Like what happened in 2008. That's not comfortable. But it it came back and Mm -hmm. and generally it always does has come back. It's just a matter of how long does it take. But when you're 59 or 60 or 61, watching it go down by 50% a little more painful is, is excruciating, it, to me, again, frankly. job one, you should not be in a position where that changes what your plan is as far as retirement. It, and it, there's ways to structure things to where that's, we're sure that, again, nothing's perfect, but it's structured so that it's not going to, you know, you're not going to have to ride it to the bottom like you did in 08. One of the other factors that's making things weird is that with the Fed saying what they're saying and, and intimating the interest rates are going to be up, they're going to go up. There are companies who are greatly impacted by interest rates. And so in the market, I think there's a, a repricing from a stock price perspective, there's a repricing of those companies who are going to be more impacted by interest rate movements. Hmm. And so, you know, that's happening sort of as we speak. But again, the the media will hype certain things and then there's an emotional response. And I think that's part of why then throw in this new variant, you know, throw in retirement, throw in inflation. And there's just so many, you know, fear storylines that the press can play on. And and that, I think, causes a lot of the the chop, if you will. I'm in my early 40s and... Bragger. (laughs) I can't imagine the feeling that you're talking about right now, being 60 years old and knowing that retirement's around the corner. Maybe it's going to be in my 70s. I don't know. Either way, that's a lot closer than it is for me in my real life. But if I were over the age of 60 with all the weirdness going on right now, I would feel nervous, especially with the media hype constantly about inflation. Everything. Let's just sum it up there. Yeah, right. I could have gone through the list. (laughs) Everything. It makes you nervous about your own day-to-day life and the personal economy inside the four walls of your home. And you feel like you don't have control over things. But what I'm hearing, Doug, is that if we've left a job or if we're over the age of 59 and a half, we have or possibly have – a lot more control over our financial future than we think. And we should take control over it. Absolutely. And for most people, because they don't do it for a living, they're better off sitting down with an advisor and getting, call it whatever you want, you know, a second opinion, an analysis, a, you know, an MRI, if you will, <laughs> on your plan so that you can, A, know what your options are, and you can be more confident, be more 
aggressive, if in nothing else, how you're going to look at the future. We may have talked about it before. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's hard to be aggressive if you're confused. And so if you're confused about what your options are with your retirement accounts at your current employer, it's wise then to take a step, and we do a ton of these, where we analyze someone's 401k and what their options are, and then they can be more confident, less confused, and more aggressive then moving forward. But advisor is a word that's thrown around a lot. A fiduciary financial mm. advisor yeah. is really key. You are one. I am. And there's a lot of great ones out there. But you want to make sure you're going to someone who is truly able to look at all of the options and give you a true educated opinion as to what's going on. Right. Yeah. You don't want someone who only has one tool you know, in their toolbox. You want to sit down with somebody who has a breadth of tools at their disposal, but who is really required by law to put your best interest first, not just put you into something that fits pretty well. Exactly. So whoever you're talking to, make sure they're a fiduciary because there's a big difference in terms of what they're in a position to present to you. That's a great advice that applies to any investor of any age, especially during this whole great resignation period we're going through. I think I shared with you, I saw the Harvard Business Review article, and it said that since 2020, it's been mid-career employees that have resigned in the greatest number, mid-career. And so are all of those folks financially independent? I'm guessing not. Right. Based on what I know about the readiness statistically, they're not. And so, you know, there's a fundamental shift, I think, in employers allowing people to work from home, to work remotely. I think there is a fundamental shift. And there are certain industries where trust is of great importance. I'm in one of them. Mm-hmm, right? Absolutely. And so I think the remote work aspect, it's a question mark. What's happening? But the reality is the millions of people who have resigned, I would say a huge percentage of them can't afford to just not work, especially because the stimulus is no longer and there. And that's what I don't understand. I am in that mid-career part of life. Right. If I just quit my job tomorrow, what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I'll run out of money at some point. And long term, the government can't just give people money. I'm glad they've at least stopped that for now. Yes. And that's the whole other thing for us to talk about another week, Doug. How are we going to pay for all that spending that happened? Mm. That's another part of the weirdness. And we'll talk about that another week. Perfect. <laughs> Interact with the podcast and explore thriving more in your retirement at secondhalfcapital.com. Investment advisory services through Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Second Half Capital and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding their applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investment and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management 
clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A, page 4, for additional information.